Welcome to ReChurch. I'm Marshall Fant, the Director of Church Consulting and Strategic Planning for Gospel Fellowship Association Missions. My purpose is to encourage pastors and church leaders as you refocus, renew, and revitalize your churches. We've established this podcast to offer practical tips and suggestions as you equip disciples to make disciples. It's Marshall Fant. Welcome back to GFA's podcast, ReChurch. Always great to have uh, our listeners and special guests and I want to go ahead and introduce our special guests, and I'm going to get a couple of announcements. Uh, Pastor Josh Crockett, welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. Uh, so Pastor Crockett ministers at Morningside Baptist here in Greenville, and again, just a lot of our dear friends are in your church, so thank you for ministering to them and being a part of this podcast, and and really just uh, all the missionaries you support and just the focus of your church is just an encouragement to so many and I'm sure many of our listeners and, and watchers uh, have actually attended Morningside at some time. So thank you for being there and for your faithfulness. Well, we're, we're so thankful for GFA and yeah. particularly for this podcast. Um, if I don't watch this when it comes out Monday morning, one of my staff will send it to the rest of us and <laughs> say, you can go watch this, this uh, podcast. These have been excellent. So Good. thanks for the yeah. invitation to be on here. Welcome. So, a couple of things about the podcast. We had our 100th podcast, and we had a drawing for those who sent in uh, their email. So we've got the, the three winners, uh, Ben and Chris and Diane. So those are the three winners. So their their gifts are on their way. So appreciate them writing in. For the, those who were entered, thank you for entering. Uh, I must admit, my <clears throat> our biggest fan is my oldest daughter, and she was not allowed to enter. So uh, we'll take care of that on the family side. But anyway, it was a lot of fun. Thank you for entering the contest. Uh, one more announcement about uh, GFA. We have our season three of roundtables. It's a virtual roundtable on missions. So many of you have tuned into those in the past. Our next one starts December 3rd. It's our third season. And if you want to sign up for that, go to gfamissions.org uh, slash roundtables, and it will be right there ready for you to sign up. Okay. Enough of the housekeeping stuff. All right, so the topic of today with Pastor Crockett is communications in the church. So here's here's the background, and then uh, I'll turn it over and ask Pastor Crockett some questions. As a pastor, one of the biggest challenges we face is how to communicate. Uh, morning service, when to do it. So who's going to do the announcements? Uh, so how many announcements do you do? And we always have those people that want to get up and make their own announcements. You know, and then everybody thinks that their announcement is the most important and that we didn't give them enough attention. So, again, so the topic is all right, how, how can we communicate effectively uh, with our congregation? And so, what generated this, uh, Pastor Crockett, I was in one of your services and I saw the way you did it. So, this is what initiated, right? So, I called and, and we talked through it. And again, so thanks for being. So, let me ask you the question. So you went, uh, you went to or background. You went to a, a a video update, okay. And we're gonna play one later on. All right, but for our listeners, tell us what were the circumstances to led you that led you to doing a weekly video as part of the announcements, okay? Well, yeah, that that's an excellent question, and certainly this isn't something that we invented. A lot of churches have been doing this for a long time. Uh, but I, I do think there's 
power in the video communication just as a, a media form. Um, I studied communication, taught for a few years, uh, actually taught your oldest daughter in uh, uh-huh. freshman speech uh, many years ago. And uh, so it was something that I really saw modeled by my dad. And he had uh, been a speech major and then the head of the drama department at Maranatha. And so even back in the 80s, um, he had started a radio ministry, a TV ministry that went all across central Indiana. And uh, so people from the community would see that. So it's just it's a powerful medium for communication. And it does kind of force you to be to be concise and uh, to be uh, hopefully dynamic in the delivery. And so we thought, you know, church announcements are something that often people fall asleep or they just really bog down the service and almost prevent the the, the worship and the focus on God that we want. And so uh, this was something I was pushing for uh, back when I came in 2015. And, and really just dropping hints uh, to many, many people. Paul Chapel does an excellent job out at Lancaster Baptist in California. So I would send some of his videos to different people. And then really it was um, after COVID that our team had done such a great job and, and really stretched themselves in different ways that I said, I know you guys can do this. Let's, let's wow. make this happen. And we started small. We're, we're still not where we'd like to be. Right. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll talk about that in the in this interview. But um, I feel like we are we're getting to a point where the the video is uh, driving our mission. And there was a book I actually read by Tom Rainer. Stop right there. Okay. So I want to I want to circle back to that, but I don't. And, and because we've talked through it, so the video is actually driving the mission of the church, or you're using the video to reinforce the mission of the church, right? Yes. So this is what's being, one of the things being accomplished. Okay. Right. Uh, Right. Tom Rainer um, wrote a book called simple church that I read during COVID and thought, this is, this is exactly the way we need to think. And, And he talks about having a clear mission, not just in the sense that your people can repeat it, or you just say it arbitrarily every Sunday, but that it's driving what you do. And so, um, we said, this is going to really simplify our announcement process is as a pastoral staff, we'll choose three announcements under the three headings, loving God, the great commandment, loving each other, the new commandment and loving our world, the great commission, which, which really drives everything we do, our budget, our decision-making. And so this will make it easier rather than having to to make everybody's little announcement, we can put those in the weekly email update that we send out. Uh, and then even that gets curated down to a more select announcements for the bulletin. But this is literally going to be three announcements under those three headings, loving God, loving each other, loving our world that we're going to use every every Sunday. And so that allows us to keep it generally to a minute, min, minute and a half to two minutes, uh, try to keep it brief. And uh, and hopefully something that that people really listen to and that we can put out on social media for our primarily Spanish speaking, Mandarin speaking, uh, some of the folks who aren't even in the main service or they're in, you know, children's church or the nursery that they're right. still able to to hear the announcement and, and know what what's driving our mission this week at Morningside. All right. So this is a weekly announcement, right? I mean, so it's only done once a week. 
Yes. And yes. then you, you play it before the service, Sunday morning, Sunday night. I'm not sure how you do Wednesday night. I have not been there on a Wednesday night. But and then you also post it on, on your website. Is that or not? Right. You do. So you yeah. put it all over social media, same, same video. Now, all right, so let me all right, so in just a minute we're gonna play one, okay? But I, I want to say this. That and and again, and I visit churches all over, okay? And I try to visit different stripes of churches to get an idea of what they're doing. So when you see this video, this is not glitz. This is not, you know, you know, sparkling lights, and it's not. This is informative. This is communicating the mission of Morningside Baptist Church. Is that right? All right. So it it, it encompasses that, right? Right. Right. Okay. We're we're trying to improve some of the technology. Oh, but yeah. yeah. It's very simple. Very basic. Um, but just hitting that mission week after week. All right, so let's do this. Let's start right now. Let's play the video and then we'll come back, okay? Welcome to Morningside. Thank you for choosing to worship with us this week. Our mission is loving God, loving each other, and loving our world. VBS starts in just three weeks. During the lessons at Zoomerang VBS, kids will unearth the value and wonder of all things created by God and for God. During the assemblies that begin and end each day, kids will sing songs for majesty music and watch a drama that drives the truth home. Register to serve or attend at morningside.org kids today. This month, our online giving platform is changing. If you haven't been giving online, this is a great time to start. Go to our website at morningside.org give. Find the button that says give online via our new platform. It will take you to a donation form where you can choose whether to give once or set up reoccurring gifts. Decide which fund to support and provide necessary contact information. You can even decide whether to remain anonymous. If you have any questions, our office will be happy to help. Our planned Mission Projects gifts includes a gift of $24,000 to our missions partners in Myanmar to purchase a four-wheel drive ministry vehicle. The evening service on May 15th will include a business meeting about this purchase. If you're a guest with us today, we would love to have a record of your visit. Just fill out the connection form online or take one of these cards and drop in the offering box as you leave. If you're here in person, stop by our guest services table in the lobby. We would love to give you a gift to show our appreciation. To learn more about any of these opportunities, just go to morningside.org connect or scan the QR code on the back of your bulletin. Thank you for choosing to worship with us today. You need to go to the YouTube channel to see it, okay? So those on iTunes or Google Play or Spotify, if you could take a minute and just go watch this on YouTube, all right, so Pastor Crockett, do this for me. Um, you have found the ideal length is, I think you mentioned, what, what's the ideal length to accomplish what you want to do? Typically a minute and a half to two minutes. Um, two minutes would be on the long side, and a minute right. and a half would be shorter. Okay. And, again, this is played. Now, let me ask you, so this, this video, uh, this is done at the church. Correct. Right, so it's evolved, I'm sure. And so what yeah. I want to, what I want to try to, because the, the video you produce now is how, you've been doing this two years. 
Uh, about two years, year and a half to two years. Now. Right. I'm sure we get better what we do, right? We should. All right. right. But in the right. beginning, I don't want I don't want the average church to be intimidated by what they see you do. All right. So how can you encourage uh, the average church? They say, "Well, I'm not a morning side. We can't do this." Uh, how how would what would you say to that pastor? So, so the first thing I would say is um, it does take time. And again, I was sowing the seed, uh, reaching out to different people who were audiovisual people or maybe uh, film majors or whatever, and, and just saying, hey, is this something that we could do at Morningside? On the other hand, uh, looking back, I, I almost wish we didn't wait until we were ready. Uh, <laughs> but, okay. um, but, and, and again, COVID kind of pushed and stretched our media team to a point where I, I just finally said, I know you guys can do this, but really you could do this with an iPhone. Yeah. Uh, you could even have PowerPoint slides with a voiceover that would be simple, but clean and professional. Uh, and then just from there, start working on ways to improve. And so uh, I think it was at, at some point, a, a film major, uh, she might've been in her senior year said, Hey, I'll do this. Her dad was a, pastor of a historic African-American church in town. Their family had come to Morningside during COVID and Brooke said, I'll take this on. I'll do this. Wow. Well, then she ended up going to, to Pensacola and is uh, GA there, but uh, other people then stepped up and took it from her and have just done a, a tremendous job. And it, it does take uh, some time commitment, but again, for us, that's an opportunity to equip saints to do the work in the ministry. So, we view this as a very vital ministry. And, and really, I think in the future, larger churches are probably going to have media pastors, AVL pastors, just because this is uh, such an important way to communicate uh, information. Sure. Okay, so um, as they saw in the video, so it's not you that does the recording, right? Correct. Now, some, some pastors do that, and that's fine, right? So and we... We actually were very intentional as a complementarian church. We believe there are certain roles that that only men are called to. Right. Uh, but on the other hand, we don't want to be a chauvinistic church. And so we we want women to be able to feel like we have a role uh, and that women can can be up front in certain roles like making announcements. Sure. And so I have uh, two daughters and I want them to see godly women represented from the front. We actually went around and realized that just with the pastoral team, we have 27 daughters. So wow. like, that's a lot of uh, PKs who are daughters. And so that's how we started was we actually would have a lot of our daughters doing it because we knew they would be in the loop. Uh, we knew that if the announcement didn't get recorded, uh, their, their dad's neck would be on the line as it were. So that, that gave us a little bit of a, uh, incentive to, to, to know these would happen. But then as, as they started doing it, then we had other women in the church, Hispanic women, African-American women. And so we really do want little girls in our church to be able to see there are important roles for women in the church that, that haven't been mandated uh, biblically that this is only for men. And so it's it's been neat to see women in the church of different ages, different ethnicities, who've been able to help as the the spokespersons for our announcements. So I think the obvious takeaway is you view this not simply as an announcement time. 
Correct. You view this as part of the ministry, communicating the ministry of what you're trying to accomplish, and you're using people within the church to do that. So this is not simply, you know, okay, here are the list of announcements this week. Get up there and read them. There is intentionality, but yet you also made, you said, simplicity. So it's intentional. It's simple. All right, so let me ask you this. What, what pushback? What, what pushback did you receive either from staff or from um, close friends or deacons or leadership or, or, or the church community? What, what pushback? We, we really, um, I mean, the only pushback initially was just getting the, the right people okay. uh, who are willing to put the time in. Uh, we had brought on some ex- some new staff members even uh, in 2021, and were able to free up our uh, assistant pastor Todd Jones, who's been the the guy who oversees it. Uh, he's he's really good at writing the scripts, overseeing that. We had brought on a lay social media director, Ken Driscoll, and um, but as far as the congregation, it's just been very well received. Good uh, because it's so clear. Uh, because people, even with hearing disability, can can clearly hear it, can see it. Um, it's is really helps where people aren't walking away looking at a you know bulletin full of text or listening to ten minutes worth of kind of rambling announcements. Now they know, okay, these are the big events this this week, and this is how it connects to our mission. And again, that's so that's up to two minutes. Very, but do does it does do you lead the service with this? I think this is what I saw. Typically, and that that's also been helpful just on a practical level. Is yeah. I like to spend fifteen or twenty minutes before the service starts, just greeting people, mm-hmm. and uh, often those conversations can can start to go along. Maybe it's a person who has surgery that week, and yeah. you yeah. want you to pray for them right there. Sometimes I end up in the balcony. I kind of try to roam around the uh, sanctuary. And so uh, this is a great way to to start the service where I'm not delaying things like I've done in the past just because of those conversations. So it's also kind of a cutoff for the congregation to know, okay, let Pastor Josh go, right? He's got to get right, to it. Right, right. Okay. Well, that's good. All right. So, um, all right. So what, what, what unanticipated blessings, or that's the way I like to word it. So some some things that you never thought could be would be a benefit from this. What are some of those, Josh? I I think on the one hand we knew this is going to to get women in the church who who really haven't uh, been leading from the front in the sense of being up front, making announcements, yeah. uh, giving them a, a role. Uh, but it's also allowed many of the young men who have tech skills to be involved in the, in the AVL ministry now. And uh, so that's, that's been exciting to see just a whole new group of people, uh, saints who are being equipped to do the work of the ministry, who've, who've really kind of come out of the woodwork as a result of this new ministry that we've started. All right. So let's, let's back up to probably where it all starts. All right. So let's go. I want to take our, our listeners back to how you came up with your three-point mission statement. Because again, uh, the first of the podcast, I think you said something like, you know, this this video communicates weekly your vision of loving God, loving each other, and loving the world. Correct. Okay. So back up to where 
you developed this mission statement? Did you do it on your own? Did you come up with the idea and then have um, pastoral staff, deacons input? Uh, how, how did you... How did you formulate this, and how would you advise other pastors to do the same? So that's an excellent question. I I did a lot of um, reading books, like some of Rainer's books, on being a mission-driven church. That that simple church was helpful. I I think the fear is always uh, simple is going to become reductionistic. And so now what are are we missing if we, we just focus on but for, for me, and, and this is something that we prayed about as the pastoral team, we took to the deacons, uh, you know, when you have three statements as, as broad and all-encompassing as the great commandment where Jesus says, this, you know, love yeah. the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, the, the new commandment, that love, love one another. This is how men are going to know that you're my disciples by your, the way you love one another. And then the great commission go into all the world and make disciples for us. That seemed very simple, something that we can every week focus on, but also very all encompassing and big umbrella statements that scripture has that, that really almost everything that we do, if we're staying on mission should be able to fit under those categories. All right. So let's go timeline. You develop, you develop the mission statement and then you want to find a way to communicate that. So you went to a video to do that, right? Right. And that's one, one and a half, two minutes. All right. So in that timeline to where you are, we're recording this in November of 2022. All right. So two years. What, what, have there been any tweaks along the way, any adjustments that you have found? Ah, we can do this better by doing it this way. It, it really, um, has been something that just keeps growing okay. and so um yeah the 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 video quality even yeah. still isn't where we want it to be but it's it's better than it was you know a year and a half ago or even half a year ago um and in the same is true even of the mission is we're seeing hey this is you know when we come to budget how how are these different um expenditures going to fall under our mission and if they don't that kind of simplifies our job for us. We can say this, this really isn't driving our great commission mandate. This isn't driving our loving each other, loving our world. Right. Uh, and so it's so that it's, it has really helped to simplify. And at the same time, and that's where that the book to me was helpful. It said to, to just put something on the wall. And I worked for secular companies where, mm-hmm. you know, they come and say, Hey, if you can say the mission statement, here's 20 bucks or, um, but has really allowed the the congregation now to say, okay, this is what our, our mission is. And this is how, what I'm doing right now is connected to that. So it really gives purpose, I think, to the saints for the ministry that they're doing. They can see, okay, this is how, how it connects to the, the bigger mission of our church and the kingdom work that we're called to. All right. So the topic again, again, here's communication. So you have your loving God, loving each other, loving the world. It's on a, it's, 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 it's in the video. And I, what other ways, what other uh, methods of communication um, or, or presentation, either way, I think presentation is part of communication. But so how, how, what other ways do you communicate this over and over? What other 
I mean, you have banners. Do you have it on your bulletin? Do you use a bulletin? Do you have it on your, I'm sure it's on your website. I didn't pull it up. But yes, just yeah. just yeah. give us a, a just a just a you know flyover view of where else you use this. Good. Yeah. So all of those, um, we are working on more internal signage and wayfinding, and that's going to be a, a piece of that. Is that as you walk through the doors, you see that um, it's on the bulletin. But really, and that was uh, Rainer's point, I think, in the book is this needs to be something that every time you meet this is something that you're talking about and not just as a rote statement, but again, connecting it in a meaningful way to this is why we're doing this this week. Right. This is, okay. so that keeps it fresh that we're not just um, reciting some, some rote words for the, the fun of it or, you know, that, yeah. that can become kind of mundane and perfunctory, but we're doing this because it's connected to, to this expenditure that we're making or this mission trip that we're taking or this um, new outreach that we're, we're looking at or life groups that we just started. That's part of loving each other. So um, yeah, all of that connecting it to the mission gives people a sense of purpose that, that I think has been really exciting for the church. All right. I, I love to put it this way. It all starts with why. I mean, there've been books written about mm-hmm. that and all that, but once we know our why, Right, and that's what you did. You you developed your why. Why do we do what we do? We love God, love others, love the world. Then what you've been telling us this morning is in how all that is carried out in the weekly format of a church. Does that make sense? Right. And, so, and I think it's it's good not only for your people to keep reinforcing that, but then even for a first time guest, um, as soon as they show up, they realize, wow, these these people know why they exist. Yep. Uh, this is what they're all about. And they can decide pretty quickly, is this something I want to get behind or is this something I'm not interested in? Sure. But you're kind of leading out with that, even, even with your first-time guests. So this is not only the grid of what you work your budget and everything through, but this is what you're using your pulpit and your, your mission trips and everything you do goes, is, is f- fulfilling this, right? Is that a good right. way to put it? Right. Okay. All right. Well, good, good, good. All right. Any other comments? How, how would you like to wrap it up today? Any, what else, what have we not talked through on this? I, I just really appreciate um, all the folks that are involved with it. Um, one of the men, Rich Streeter has been our lay AVL director for years and he did all the editing himself the first year. And so part of our improvement has been saying, okay, now we have four video editors and now we're, we're forming teams around it but um there's just so many tools um we we now have teams that go out so part of the content is is the wording is the script that we come up with as a pastoral staff but part of the content is the the b-roll footage so the video clips the photos you know the picture's worth a thousand words right. and video is probably even worth more than that so now we have teams that whenever there's a special event a special Sunday, there are teams of photographers who are going around and they upload all of that uh, to Google Photos. Right. Um, and then that's what our social media director will then kind of curate, take take different photos, put them on social media platforms, video clips on social media platforms. And then that's what the editors of the video will say, oh, here's, here's a clip of when we did this back sure. to school splash last year. Right. And then they can insert that. So there's just so many saints that this unleashes 
to use their tech skills. A lot of them are younger, right. um, may not have teaching or music gifts, but they can use th- these gifts for the for edifying the body of Christ. All right, so last comment. I want to go back to where kind of where you started. You mentioned PowerPoint with voiceover is a great place to start. All right, so there are many ways this can be lived out. And I think where you are is, I mean, obviously you're in a, um, you're, I mean, you're a younger pastor in a large church. Uh, you're kind of, take the way I'm going to say it, but you kind of, you, this is your world anyway because you, you communication was your um, one of your strengths before you ever got in the ministry. Right. I mean, you taught speech and your dad lived it out. So this has just been a part of your life. So, but the average person, uh, who doesn't have that background and they're pastoring an average church and they want to do something. So you could do a PowerPoint with a voiceover. Is there anything else like that that comes to mind? You know, just how, how you can encourage the average church to get started. I think a lot of it would be looking to some of your young people. And um, as a PK, I, I was heavily involved in. All right. So PK uh, for our normal world, preacher's kid. Yeah. All yeah. right. So want to get the terminology uh, down. All right. Yeah. So I, you know, I started, you know, operating one of the cameras, being on one of the video teams when I was a kid, helping with graphic design. But I think there are a lot of young people who uh, could really help, who have gifts uh, even when I'm in a starting point class at our church for new members, if I can't get the TV working to show my PowerPoint, oh, yeah. get I'll just the, look yeah. for the youngest guy in the room yeah. or, or woman and have them come up and, and help me with it. So I think this is something where a lot of young people who may be on the sidelines would, would love to help and it could really do a, a tremendous job for your church. Yeah. And let me say one of the things. So I was at a GFA workshop for missionaries. And we had a speaker coming in, and he just simply showed with your iPhone how you can make effective videos to communicate to your supporters. So this can go with just a, a little you know tripod to put your iPhone on. Right. And, you know, right. so you, you, we don't have to buy expensive equipment to start with, right? You right. can do it because, I mean, I mean, YouTube was created as what? A video platform. So it right. is a way our, our culture communicates and, and we can start it with any way and not have to have, and it may be if the Lord allows a video team like you have, but it doesn't have to be that, that's that, uh, complex, if I can put it like that. Right. Right. Okay. All right. Any, any other, all right. So what would be your last word of encouragement to a pastor, a deacon, a church leader, a tech geek in the church who say, Oh, I love this. All right. So what, what would be your last word of encouragement? All right. So let's say, all right, number one, define your mission. All right. So we got to do that, but really to start your communication, we can get there. Okay. But let's just say we, you know, Pastor Crockett, I want to get this rolling in the next three months. So what would be a word of encouragement to those people listening? And they're now salivating because they want to use their skills to get something going in the church. What would be your word of encouragement to them? Yeah. Again, I think I would say, um, just don't, don't keep putting it off. Don't wait, just jump in where you're at. And I think your people will give you a pass, you know, on on those first few videos, the, the quality might not be great. Um, I'm noticing right now where I'm sitting in my home office, I've got light shining all over (laughs) my face. So, um, you're not always going to get the technology perfect, but I think they'll see you trying. And again, if it's, 
if it's mission focused, if it's driving mission, people realize again, you're not trying to bring in lights and smoke and, you know, some contemporary uh, thing. You're, you're just trying to help forward the mission of the church and communicate information to God's people. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. So this is not, you know, my fear is that a pastor, the people will hear what he's going to do and they'll say, Oh no, the next thing we'll have is fog machines, you know, Oh (laughs) no, but this, this can be, and that's the reason I want to play, you know, the video uh, that y'all have done because, you know, your church is very conservative in philosophy of ministry, very right. conservative in worship style. So mm-hmm. I wanted the people to see how a church in our stripe, you know, what we do uh, can do it well. So I want to thank you and thank your, uh, your tech team and your AV team for putting all this together. And again, uh, Pastor Josh Crockett, Morningside Baptist Church, thanks for your ministry. And we trust that God will bless you in a wonderful way by sharing this with others. Thank you, Dr. Dr. Fan. We love GFA and we love your podcast. All right. Thanks, Josh. You're listening to ReChurch, a podcast of Gospel Fellowship Association Missions. If you would like more information about our ministry or how we may assist you and your church, visit us at gfamissions.org slash consulting.